0: Welcome to the Get Clear with Crystal Ware podcast, the place where we get clear on our goals, own our worth, and learn to be the CEOs of our own lives. I'm your host, Crystal Ware, lawyer and former Fortune 500 corporate leader who found the confidence to say goodbye to a lucrative career and start my own business. Now I'm opening up the playbook and sharing everything I've learned to get you there faster. It may not be easy, but it will always be worth it because you are made for more. So put on your big girl pants, jump on board, and let's reach for the stars. Are you ready to get clear? And today, I need you to be really ready. Get a pen, get a paper, be prepared to record this, to share it with a friend. This is going to be hugely impactful because today we're going to talk about imposter syndrome, what it is, how it affects you, how it affects your work, your salary, your confidence, your goals, everything, and how pervasive it can be, okay? And this is something that I believe most everybody has experienced, including myself. What is imposter syndrome? Really, in its simple, simplest form, it's just doubting your abilities, feeling like you are a fraud, that you are not in the room you're meant to be, that you don't have the skills and capabilities of the job that you are doing or the people around you, that you don't belong, you feel like you have stepped into the shoes of someone else and you are an imposter, okay? And if you have felt like this, and I know for sure that I have, and some statistics say that 85% of women in corporate America have felt like this before, then you are in good company, because a KPMG study that came out in the last 18 months said that 75% of female executives had experienced imposter syndrome as well. So you are in good company. This is not something unique or foreign to us as women. And what spurred me on to talk about this today, other than, you know, it's something so important to all of us that we have to really get beyond if we're going to create the life that we want to be living was that I was coaching a woman who came to me and she was a mid-level manager or director of a company. And she wanted to apply for a new position at her company for a promotion in a job that had been posted. And in the course of our conversation... She had plenty of skills, plenty of action items on her resume, plenty of experience to adequately feel comfortable in applying for the job and seeing what happens. I mean, we, did, we can apply for a position. It doesn't mean we're going to get it no matter who we are. Um, but in the course of our 10 or 15-minute conversation, she had basically talked herself out of it. She said, well, I haven't done this and I haven't done that and I haven't been exposed to this side of the business and I'm not really sure that I understand what this other requirement actually means and whether or not it fits with my skill set. And yeah, after looking at this a little more deeply, Crystal, I don't think I'm going to apply for this job. I don't think that's a fit for me. And I was stunned. Honestly, I was stunned because sure... I mean, she didn't meet every single objective on the um, job description. Of course she didn't. Most of the time, none of us do, okay? And that's the thing is that you have to be comfortable knowing what your capabilities are and moving into the next tier, into the next role and knowing that you're not going to meet everything 100%. But before I could even give her any advice before I could talk to her about this, before I could ask any questions, she literally had talked herself out of it and said that there was no way that she would be chosen, that they wouldn't even call her in for an interview and that she didn't have enough of the requirements to move forward and she was just going to uh, forget about it. And let's not talk about that. Let's move on to some other some other um, action items that we had been wanting to talk about. So that was really her imposter syndrome stepping in. She had worked with most of the people that would be her peers in this position. And she had probably 7 out of 10, maybe 8 out of 10 of the main um, drivers for the position that HR and the hiring manager were looking for. And there was just no reason that she shouldn't Be putting in for that position if it was something that she wanted. So, after I talked to her about that and talked her off the ledge, we got her in the right position. We talked about the translatable skills. We talked about the achievements that she had already had and how those worked to the benefit of the job, the role, and other items around that, and how we could position her to be clearly a top candidate for the position before anybody had even spoken to her. But her feelings and her confidence in it were not that strong. We had a lot of work to do on that end. And so I wanted to talk about this with all of you on how the imposter syndrome can impact you and where you need to be aware of this creeping into your thought process, into your behaviors, and into your actions so that you can stop and then you can make adjustments You can change your mental landscape so you can work on improving how you're feeling and how you're thinking and how you're talking to yourself. And so you can see true, utter, real improvements to where you want to head. Some of the ways, um, and this kind of all aligns with what this woman was experiencing, but some of the ways that imposter syndrome can really, really impact us, especially as women, is that when we are you know, interviewing for a new position, whether it's at your same company or a new company, having imposter syndrome can create exactly what happened with this woman. These negative thoughts, negative patterns, And low sense of self-confidence that you don't belong, that you don't have the skills, that you're not going to be able to rise to the level or meet the challenges of the position, or you're going to be inferior to the other peers in the job category. So when that is experienced, people are less likely to actually hit send to put their resume in to apply for the job. So you're taking yourself, imposter syndrome is leading you to take yourself out of a promotion, out of a new job, out of a new career that may create more lucrative salary and benefits for you. Okay? That's one way. The second way is that when you are in negotiating position, that you don't ask for more because you feel you don't deserve more. You aren't worthy of more. You are an imposter. They have given you the job anyway, and you shouldn't ask for more. That's the the second way. This really, really, really hinders your long term earning capability when you feel this way, when these thoughts become actions that take root within you. Other ways that imposter syndrome can really impact you is by being sensitive to criticism. So, Sometimes, when people are sensitive to criticism, they shut down instead of listening to take it in to see where they can make improvements. And just being sensitive to criticism can also curtail you from trying new things, from raising your hand, for putting yourself out there for a new project, all of which can, you know, it turn, you know, add to your resume, add to your portfolio of wins, and help you move up. It starts with the actions that you're taking, the type of roles, the type of projects, the type of people, the exposure that you're giving yourself. And if you're sensitive to criticism, you're not going to be doing those things. It also usually means you're going to spend too much time on your performance, which hinders you from doing more. It leads you to overthink what you're doing and focused on your mistakes, And when you're focused on your mistakes, you're more likely to talk about your mistakes and share them, which then creates a different vision of you to the outside world, to your peers, to your boss, to the company. So all of these are like drops in the bucket that build up to a big tidal wave of issues when it comes to driving your career where you want it to go, driving your business where you want it to go, driving your pricing, driving your salary to the heights that you want to see to create wealth and long-term health and self-worth for you, your career, your business, and your family, okay? So that's why imposter syndrome is literally one of the top things that we need to talk about to shift gears, to get out of that state, and move into self-confidence. If we want to keep building ourselves up and seeing changes in our career, in our lifestyle, in our net worth and giving ourselves a platform to really jump off from and meet that success, whatever that is defined for you. And a really interesting statistic that I read, Cheryl Sandberg had actually talked about when women go to apply for jobs that men will easily go and apply for a job where they have 60% of the qualifications required on the job description. Whereas women tend to only want to apply for a job or a position or a promotion when they see themselves as having nearly 100% of the qualifications. Because when they don't have 100% of the qualifications, they are experiencing imposter syndrome. They are feeling like a fraud. They are feeling like there is a real issue And why would you apply when it doesn't apply to you? And if we look to our male counterparts and they're not doing that, you can see how it's very easy for them to get ahead and for us to slip further and further behind. And we go back to the theory that I talk about all the time, the compounding interest theory. If we aren't making adjustments on this, if we aren't conquering our imposter syndrome from early on, When it comes to negotiating, when it comes to positioning ourselves for promotions, when it comes to taking new jobs, taking new projects, we are not going to stay where we are in relation to our peers, especially the male peers. We are going to drop further down each year. We have to find the ability and the will to conquer any imposter syndrome, to build up our confidence and to move past this and ask for what we're worth, make the changes and get what we deserve, okay? It is really, really important that we do that for our long-term health and wealth and the feeling of success for our career. So how do you tackle this? It's the same thing that we talked about in other episodes. It's really ha- comes down to creating confidence for yourself, for talking about your achievements to yourself, to identifying where you stand out, where you belong, and how you can move forward. You need to recognize your achievements. You need to share them with other people. You need to keep a list of your achievements. Perfectionism does not have to be the goal perfectionism can also hold us back but we have to feel comfortable we have to feel confident talking about ourselves in a positive manner and sharing the things that we have achieved so that we believe it and we let other people believe it it's not that hard it's simple actionable steps to get you there okay and once we can shake off the imposter syndrome Once we can see that we don't have to fit the bill 100% of the time, that we can have a lot of personality traits, we can have a lot of temperamental traits, we don't always need just purely the technical skills or the requirements that are within a job description. The qualifications are just one piece of the pie. There are so many other things that hiring managers look for and want in a candidate. So we have to understand that and be willing to go there anyway. We have to be willing to put ourselves out there, to share how we feel, to share where we stand, to celebrate our successes, to let go of the perfectionism, to have self-compassion, and accept where you are and move past it. Okay? That is possible. And it starts with understanding and have awareness where the imposter syndrome might step in to slip in, to sneak in to your thoughts, to your behaviors, to your actions, to your words, okay? And once you start thinking about that, then you can reel those thoughts back in, you can pull the words that you're using back in and you can put on a different persona. You can be yourself and you can get clear on who you are and how you're going to behave and how you're going to present yourself to other people as your authentic self who is comfortable and confident, even though you don't know everything. Okay? Because nobody knows everything. Nobody is working in a in a perfectly aligned way at all times. And if they are, they're likely not challenging themselves. And to grow, we have to challenge ourselves. To grow, there has to be discomfort. And stepping out of this imposter syndrome and into a role into a job, into a company where you may not be 100% ready, that is where the growth comes from. And there's going to be a little discomfort with that. But just understand that is what it is. And it doesn't make you less than. It doesn't make you not competent or not capable. You are capable. You are confident. You are able to do so much more than you are giving yourself credit for. So let go of that imposter syndrome. Let go of the feelings of inadequacy and fraud and just do it, just go with it. You saw that job, you wanted to apply for it, apply for it. If you don't know how to talk and put yourself together and project yourself and your accomplishments and everything wonderful about yourself, work with somebody like myself, who can help you do that. They can help you strategize on what you want to ask, why you want to ask for it, and how to put a package together that looks great for a hiring manager or for asking your boss for a raise, okay? That is what we have for you today. Let go of that imposter syndrome because it impacts your work, your salary, your confidence, so many things that go into who you are and your career, okay? Okay. Just remember that you are confident, you are comfortable, you are capable, you can do so much more. Keep getting clear on what it is you want, what your goals are and how they align and where you want to head. And if that means you need to get a new job or need, need to renegotiate your salary of where you are or for a promotion at your same company, let's do that. You can only do and get what you ask for. When you don't ask, when you don't try, the answer is always going to be what? No, that's right. So it would also mean attend to me if you visited the show notes, dropped your email in and got on our newsletter so that you could be aware of all of the actionable items and tips and tricks that we will be providing to make sure that you can keep getting more clear, keep getting more money, keep growing your career and your salary and your business. And we will let you know all the wonderful things we have going on, case studies and people we're working with and ideas on how to keep moving forward through the newsletter. It will come out anywhere between two and six times a month, but we will never be spamming you. So be sure to get on it and make sure you add a friend or two so they can help getting clear on all their goals and achievements and where they want to go with their life because you don't want to be alone living your best, most free, most wealthy and healthy life. So make sure you bring your friends along too and keep getting clear. We will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening in. If you loved what you heard, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with your friends. Tag us on social media so we can give you a big shout out. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you want more, head on over to the website where you can learn all about what we do to serve and support our entire community. Until next time, keep dreaming big and getting clear. You are made for more. So start living like it today.